Phoenix Down Radio is on the air. With your hosts, Klaus Nightbringer, Fair Kimono, Chili, and Luna Vox. Welcome, everybody, to a very special panel at Anime Detour 2019. My name is Klaus Nightbringer. Uh, joining me today via Discord is my good friend Chili. Say hi, Chili. Hey, everyone. I am the Chili. Yay. <laughs> this is So You Want to Be a Podcaster. Um, for those of you here, welcome. I appreciate you stopping by. And uh, I hope you guys uh, learned something today. I hope I can maybe learn something today as well. Um, if you have questions as we're going along, please feel free to ask as we're going. We'll also have time for questions at the very end. Um, so... Let's go ahead and start. About me, my name again is Klaus Nightbringer. Um, I am definitely an old school Final Fantasy geek. Um, I have played most of the Final Fantasy games. I started way, way back with the Nintendo, uh, the original Final Fantasy, loved that. Love Red Mage, Red Mage for life. Actually, I have a tattoo, so. Um, and I have really enjoyed playing Final Fantasy, and I decided I want to share my love for Final Fantasy as well. So back in September 2015, I started Phoenix Town Radio. Um, biggest reason behind it, to be honest with you, I was unemployed at the time. Um, I had a lot of extra time on my hands, and I wanted something to help keep me centered as a person. You know, when you're going through tough times, it can be very difficult and very, you know, to, to stay positive and focused. So having something to basically allow me to, you know, put my energy into, that's what this was for me, using a, a very creative outlet to keep myself centered and sane. Um, and it's just been going since. And I've had a great time doing it. I've met some amazing people, had a wonderful time doing it, and it's great. Um, we even got our way up to a, uh, to be Twitch affiliates um, out there when, they, when the affiliate program went live. So a nice way for twitch to kind of reward you know not always just the big streamers the partners but you know the guys in the middle here who love what they do have a, a good strong um fan base and are able to um, provide some good content for those people um and since then, i've actually expanded my uh podcasting and i joined chili with uh doing an uh, anime podcast called the problematic sticker available out at uh, psu.podbean.com and it's a lot of fun. We record every Sunday, Chili, usually. Yeah, pretty much every Sunday. The warning is for mature audiences for the problematic sticker. Even though we're immature. Yeah, we're pretty immature. <laughs> uh, any questions about me or like uh, other things that you want to know about me before we go on? How's it going? Oh, it's great. Like I said, I'm, I'm happy to be here today. So, um, now, without further ado, I'm going to introduce my co-host for this panel, Chili. Chili, how's it going? Um, not too bad. I have, I basically, I joined a website called PlayStation Universe at the time they already had the podcast. Um, but after a while, the current hosts left. This was about eight years ago now. Um, so I ended up taking the role of hosting the weekly podcast over at PSU.com. Uh, but I love Final Fantasy so much that I was browsing through the Final Fantasy fourteen section on Twitch where I bumped into Klaus, who was um, doing the podcast that time, and I really enjoyed it. 
So I pestered them and I annoyed them and I bugged them and eventually I'm now here. Um, so yeah, that is how I became a co-host with Klaus. He started out actually as a uh, really um, helpful person in, in the Twitch chat. Um, he'd answer questions. He was just very friendly and it's just... It's, he seemed like a very good fit for us. So when we were looking for an addition, a new host, he was definitely uh, the first one I went to. I'm still thankful for that. So, um, But yeah, ever since then, I pretty much recorded at least one weekly podcast a week from either Phoenix Down Radio to Unchained to the anime podcast. Um, the website is very short. <laughs> I do a lot of talking. So... Um, Anyone got any questions about me? Nope. Thank you. Yeah, what time is it, Chili? It's uh, half past three in the afternoon. Oh, yeah. For 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 him, this is very nice because normally when we when we record our podcast, it's about what time in the morning? Like one uh, a.m. Two a.m. <laughs> <laughs> it's his choice. I mean, we we we've, we've tried to figure out other times, but he is like he he's he doesn't sleep. I was going to say, with all those different podcasts. I edit some of them as well. So. Oh, wow. All right. Well, let's start at the very beginning. What is a podcast? Well, according to uh, the internet, (laughs) a podcast is a digital audio file made available on the internet for downloading to a computer or mobile device, typically as a series, new installments of which can be received by subscribers automatically. Um, Or it can be to make a file available as podcast. So podcast can be basically about anything. It can be about your cat. It can be about your favorite books. It can be about daily life things. Podcasts can be anything you want them to be. It's doesn't it's not just gonna be about video games. It's not just gonna be about anime. It's not just gonna be about news. Um, it's what you want to talk about. It's what you want to share with people. Um, and it's just making them available on a regular basis. <clears throat> Questions so far? Raise your hand if you have anything so I can make sure to catch you guys. How do I make a podcast? What do I need? Well, number one, something to talk about. You're not going to have a very good podcast if it's dead air. <laughs> yeah, always um, make sure that the podcast you're talking about is something you're very passionate about because no matter how much you might you got to make sure you're passionate about the subject because if you just like it, then eventually you're going to get burnt out. So make sure it's yep. a broad section of stuff that you really do enjoy. It can also be something you want to learn more about. Um, I know there is a um, kind of a YouTube uh, series podcast, um, how, to, how to Make Everything. A uh, guy here in Minnesota, he goes around and he's trying to make the different things that we take, advantage, or take for granted every day. And... He's definitely not an expert on any of those things, but he's trying to learn about it and share that with other people. So, I mean, it doesn't have to be something you're a, a, um, an expert on or something that you are you know, passionate about. It's just something you want to know more about. Um, like I said, you do not need to be an expert. Second thing you need once you have your subject is something to record with. And that can be anything. It can be your cell phone. It can be a laptop. It can be a whole big studio. Whatever you have available to you, um, as long as you have a way to create a good quality audio file, you're able to make your podcast. 
that's one um, of the big things you've got to focus on. Make sure that the quality is good, at least the sound quality for people that want to keep coming back. But at the same time, don't overspend. Make sure you keep in budget because that you can always, as long as you've got a decent enough quality, you can always slowly improve over time. Exactly. It. I mean, and that's exactly how we started. Um, when I started out, like I said, I'm a I'm an IT guy. I had a, a, a relatively decent computer um, and, a, and a decent area connection. And so what I did is my computer was good enough to be able to record. So I had I went out to find the right software to use to record it. Um, and I started learning about how to actually use it, how to take that and improve the, the quality of the sound. I didn't have to go out and buy very expensive headphones or microphones or anything like that. Um, I just had my wireless um, headset that I used and we would record with that. It wasn't the greatest. If you go back and listen to some of our earlier shows, you'll notice that the, the quality is what you'd expect from that. But it was enough to be able to get out there and, and get us started. Um, over time, yes, I, we have definitely stepped up and improved the quality. Went to like uh, Blue Yeti microphones. Um, I just recently upgraded. I actually got a gift of a really nice Electra Voice microphone. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, but then I also had to add the soundboard and some other things too. But um, over time, it starts to get better. As you have the ability to do it, you know, and you want to keep going, by all means, go ahead and improve. But, you know, it's not something you have to do. Um, and then the last thing, once you have your file recorded, you need a way to share it. Um, so you're going to want something like a podcast hosting service like Podbean. Uh, Blueberry is another one that is used by a lot of podcasters. SoundCloud. Um, there's a few other ways to go about it. Um, we actually use um, – I have my own hosting that I, that I have from like, my old website. So I decided, you know what, with the podcast, I'm just going to go ahead and put it up there. And then that's where I'll store it. And then I use the RSS feed that is um, to then share it out to the sources like uh, iTunes – uh, Google Podcasts, and the other different podcatchers available. Um, so what, once you have your file stored out on the internet through a service and get that RSS feed created, um, you're ready to start sharing. The nice thing about using the podcast hosting services, they actually create the RSS file for you. When I did it with um, using my own hosting, I had to create that RSS file myself. And... Learning how to, to create the XML properly was a little bit daunting. <laughs> but like I said, you, you, you end up trying to figure out, you know, you, you find ways. <clears throat> if there's a will, there's a way to actually get it done. So now you've picked your topic. Um, so you'll then, then need to figure out what your show is going to be like. What's your format going to be? Is it just going to be you recording, talking about your musings of the day? Is, are you going to have a group of friends joining you talking about your, your favorite game or your, your favorite uh, anime series? Um, how often are you going to produce a new show? Do you want to go daily? I mean, there's a lot of podcasts out there that's, you know, very short um, daily podcasts with like a little snippet of news. Um, a lot of podcasts are on a weekly basis where they'll give you the, the news of the week, um, cover, you know, new episodes or things like that. <coughs> Excuse me. We actually go bi-weekly. So every two weeks, we put on a new episode. One, it allows us to have a weekend because um, we go uh, every other Saturday night. So it gives the co-hosts an opportunity to go ahead and enjoy their Saturday nights and not have to worry what? about recording an episode every what's, week. What's, what's that? What? I'm confused. Enjoy a Saturday. <laughs> well, not everyone's like you, Chili. <laughs> um, 
And then what type of podcast are you going to be? Are you going to be an informational podcast, news, you know, talk about, you know, the, the new topics? Are you going to be be a commentary podcast are you going to give your opinion on certain things or is it going to be a comedy podcast i mean people like to laugh you know there's a lot of you know good joke um podcasts out there so whatever your particular focus is you know you just need to figure out what it is that you want to convey i will add to one thing though if you are doing a weekly podcast or even bi-weekly the best goal is to aim for around an hour because an hour seems to be the best amount of time for people that will listen to a cast. Any more than that, yeah, and you yeah. seem to see a little drop-off, especially if you're doing it on Twitch. An hour yes. feels like the sweet spot. Of course, some makes you will, like, um, if you do a video game podcast or news um, gaming podcast or any news podcast, you might have weeks where you're going to be over the hour because of the amount of topics you're going to talk about. Try your best to cut it down to an hour. If not, then, you know... It worst comes to the worst, and it'll happen, you know. But that's that's a good point, Chili, and that's actually where we fail. But because we're every other week, you know, people, you know, they, we we try to keep it on two hours at that point because we're we're gonna give them, you know, at least an hours of the content per week type of thing. Yeah. At that point, you know, if they want, they can listen to half the podcast when it comes out. They can go back and listen to the other half of the podcast later on. Um, but when, when you are, you know, going to be less frequently, the podcasts generally do get longer because there's more to talk about, especially if, in our case, we're talking about videos um, and, and the news um, of the game. But with, uh, yeah, Chili is definitely right that hour is uh, just the perfect spot because a lot of people's commutes are going to be right around that time. And plus, we all have short um, attention spans, right? <laughs> An optional thing would be, do you want to make it a live performance? When we went with our podcast, we, we started at the beginning broadcasting it live to Twitch because we wanted people to be able to interact with us as we were um, podcasting about Final Fantasy. Um, so people are using places like Twitch. Um, YouTube is also expanding into a live section. So if you want to broadcast using YouTube, um, Facebook as well now has it. I personally wouldn't trust it, but that's just me. Twitch has been good to us. And um, it's been a lot of fun. It, but it adds a whole new dimension, being able to interact with your audience. Similar to what, we're, what I have today with you guys here joining us. It's kind of nice to be able to uh, see, am I boring you? Um, if you have more questions and uh, just the interaction back and forth between uh, the people that are watching. It's kind of nice. Anything you want to add to that, Chili? Uh, no, I, I agree. The... Um... There is some benefits to doing Twitch streaming over just recording at home, mainly because um, you can interact with the viewers. You can see how, you know, if a section or not you're doing is being, um, it's going to be popular with the people, the audiences. Um, And then you can adjust in the future. Say you start talking about something and then you find out nobody really starts responding suddenly on Twitch. You know in the future that you can, you know, drop that topic if need be, if you know that the audience isn't going to, although of course there's also you know other you know people that download it to respond as well but it helps a lot plus you know if it's a dry week you can pad content Shh, don't tell people that secret <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna actually go back a little bit so we're gonna go back to what uh, what you need to make the podcast you know i'm assuming a lot of you guys are here because you are interested in actually creating a podcast i want to hear from you guys what kinds of things are you guys interested in talking about well, I just um, 
started working on a podcast, I'm still in the infancy, on pop culture therapy, utilizing pop culture, like video games, movies, anything to talk about like bullying or depression or things like that, kind of utilizing it that help cope. Okay, so and other things. Very interesting. Um, have you figured out like, are you gonna try and do a, a, a weekly segment on that? Um, we tried to do the weekly. It's not working as well because we've posted the early episodes on YouTube just because it's easiest yep. right now while getting out there. But I think we'll probably go to a bi-weekly format. Um, we're doing more of a combination of commentary and some comedy, like one that's been requested is I do a um, psychological case study on Jason Borden. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, it seems like a podcast like that is definitely going to have a lot of research involved with it. So it's a good idea to give yourself plenty of time to make sure you have enough content to fill your, your, your time space with that. So. By the That's way, great. if you want an easy, easy, easy enough solution for um, spreading it onto different couches, I, although it costs a little bit of money, I would go with Podbean, um, just because they will, if you've got, as long as you've made an Apple account and all the other different accounts, are, you know, when you make your Podbean, you can link them straight to the Podbean and it will, as soon as you upload to Podbean, it will upload to all the other different services for you. I know this sounds like a you know, advertisement for Podbean, but I've used it for multiple different podcasts and it's been yep. really useful. So that's great. Thank you. Cause I've never heard of that. Before, so. Yep. It's, I hadn't heard of it either, but um, you know, Chili, he's been using it quite a bit. Um, they've been using it almost exclusively for PSU. Uh, yeah. PSU has been, PSU has iTunes, Google, it has all the different ones, but I've literally just uploaded on Podbean for the last seven years and it does it all for me automatically. It's, it's wonderful. Yep. Yep. That's like what we had said, you know, when you share the file to your hosting service, they take care of the RSS for you. You just have to, you, you still have to create your accounts within yeah. all of those with iTunes, with Stitcher, with uh, Google. Um, a lot of the other smaller podcatchers, they'll actually pull off of the iTunes RSS feed. So as soon as you're able to get your account um, created and your feed linked within those podcatchers, especially iTunes, a lot of those others will automatically just fill up there. And Podbean will Google. now let you link to Spotify as well. So if you want your content on Spotify, you can do that. Spotify, TuneIn, Pandora even has a, has added a podcast section. A lot of these uh, on streaming audio services are utilizing um, podcasts because they are very popular. Um, I know like four years ago, I really didn't know what a podcast was. I listened to radio. I listened to music, but I really didn't listen to podcasts. Um, I ended up finding some because listening to music was nice while I was out on a run, but sometimes it was nice to kind of catch up on some of the, the news without having to watch a YouTube video on it or read an article on the computer. So then I found that some of these places that are doing, um, are, are, are creating these podcasts on subjects that I was in interested in, like Final Fantasy 14. I wanted to find out, you know, what was all in the newest patch, um, what do people think about the content? And I was able to listen to that because I would go out and run for hours and being able to then listen to that while I'm doing that, it, it was freeing to me because I could get that information while I'm <clears throat> doing something else. Excuse me. Uh, by the way, while we're recording, I might as well get, shout your channel so we can get put into, into the show as a plug. Was that your, the question? 
no, like, person asked a... the question. Yeah, if you want yeah. to plug your channel, you can. What's your channel again? It's Kaiju no Kami. Okay. So it means God of Monsters. Nice. <laughs> so Kaiju no Kami, you guys go check that out on YouTube right now, correct? Excellent. I went and gave it a subscription. <laughs> I appreciate it. That's how chili rolls. Anybody else want to share what they're interested in maybe t uh, creating a podcast about? Um, yes, sir. I'm thing is just finding something good to do, which sounds kind of silly at first, but it was like I was looking for something that was low fantasy. That's swords, but no wizards. Right now, I dare anyone to find any book that, that has swords, but no wizards. You will fail so many times. That's what I wanted. Or like a book about vampires where no one's trying to have sex with vampires. <laughs> <laughs> like monsters, but not a supernatural romance. You can't find them anymore. So it's the hardest thing to find. If there was a way, the few that I've found after a lot of like excavation, if I could help someone else find those books that are a good read and fit these criteria, I would be way happier. Just to know that I could save someone any amount of time. Okay, so you want to be able to take the, the knowledge that you're locating and the time, and the time you're spending, you want to take that, put it into a podcast form, and then share that with other people who are interested in the same thing. And if I'm being honest, I would like other people to share that because it's hard to find a lot of stuff. So, and when you find one author, you have to you burn through their content super quick. So then you're right back to square one. Okay. So they either write another book or you find something. And it's just so disheartening because there's thousands of books and they're all really bad. That sounds like an opportunity to potentially reach out to the authors. Maybe you can at that point see if they'd be interested in talking about their books. And then maybe they would have recommendations as to what inspired them, other people with similar um, styles. So, I mean, that, that could really open up quite the interesting podcast series. Yeah, sounds, I like the sound of it. I mean, there's different ways to, to take that really interesting idea that, that most people haven't thought of and then expand out on it and try and grow the segment. That's cool. Thank you. <laughs> Anybody else interested in sharing an idea that they have? Don't be shy. <laughs> I know people are still waking up. <laughs> Mine's less of a question uh, of an uh, idea, more of a question about scripting versus more live option. Okay, sure. That sounds good. Yeah. It seems to work better, in a sense, for you guys. That's a really interesting question. Um, for Phoenix Down Radio, um, we I, I create a show outline every week, or for every episode. Um, it kind of gives us an idea of what's to, what we're going to run down. Like, we have different segments that we talk about. Like, we'll talk about, um, right away, we'll talk about what we've been up to for the, since the last show. Um, we'll talk about news that relates to the show, like... Um, I would mention that, yeah, I'm going to be at Anime Detour doing this, um, or when we went to this, uh, to Distant Worlds earlier this month, we would talk about that. Um, then we'll get into some gaming community news. We'll write down the news that has happened during the last two weeks um, within the game, within the community. Um, if maybe we have some friends over on a server who are running an event, we want people to know about it, we'll share that with people. Um, 
and then we'll get into our main, our main discussion topic. Um, so we'll write down like an out in outline form um, the things that we're going to discuss about it. Like if, if we got we just got a new patch within uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, so we may go in and talk about the content that was added, whether or not we've had a chance to play it, and our opinions of said content. Um, get some banter back and forth. So I mean, it's never we never do like a fully scripted thing, you know, like radio show um, drama kind of thing. But there is a good amount of scripting to a lot of that South podcast on the converse side. When we do the anime podcast, um, we talk about the daily shows that, that we uh, are the weekly shows that we have in our rotation. And then every week we're picking a new show to watch. And then, so we rotate through each host will recommend a show and then we will watch that and then come back the next week, talk about it, give our opinions, Sometimes they're spoilery, sometimes they're not, depending on whether or not we think that people should really, 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 really watch it. Then we won't spoil it necessarily because we'll want you to enjoy it as much as Spoilers. we Spoilers! Don't watch Sword Guy. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> hey, there might be some people who did enjoy that. No, okay, you're right. No, there aren't. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that is very off the cuff. Um, all of our opinions are... We, we form them as we're watching the show and as we're remembering and we'll bounce back and forth off of each other and that type of thing. I think that works pretty well for the most part. So it all depends on your content, um, whether or not you're trying to get through a more news style or whether you're more going to be commentary op opinion. No, it's a great question. Thank you. I agree. Um, but also, unless you're really focused on news style, don't script too much because if you, it, you'll eventually, I don't know, it feels more friendly if you're a little bit off script if you follow a script completely and something comes up you're gonna be like you're gonna fall over your own feet trying to work out to go yeah. back on the script so it's a balance between the two yes make sure you're focused so you're not talking randomly about stuff but at the same time make sure that you've got a little bit of time for a bit of random because you know exactly like for this, you know, I've worked in hopefully a lot of time to try and get some interaction with you guys. Maybe Chili has different things to add to the conversation. Um, but in a lot of, yeah, you do have to really be careful. Too much banter makes you go way off topic, which makes you go way over time. And people are be like, shut up and get back to what we're listening to you for. Hello, I'm, <laughs> I'm right now reading the slides as we do this. <laughs> <laughs> But Chili, you know you're bad at uh, getting off topic. I sure am. So how's the sandwiches at Detour? <laughs> look, I That's... saw them. They look tasty. I'm jealous. But oh yeah, he, he's talking about uh, we uh, had stopped at one of the food trucks, and um, was it Fork in the Road? See, this is what I mean by going off topic. <laughs> but um, yeah. It's, but it is still fun to be able to get the day-to-day -day things with your co-hosts because it makes you feel human. We're not all machines. Yes, sir. So you have like an outline or what? Like just like talking points that you set up ahead of time? For, uh, for, oh, go ahead, Chili. Uh, basically, yes. Klaus will set up an outline with certain talking points and then we'll discuss those talking points. And if we can get through the whole thing in the show, we will. But we will cut out certain talking points if we feel like we're going to run over time, which... To be fair, we don't really do so. But, you know, sometimes we do that. Yeah, we very rarely... I mean, we've had shows that were almost three hours. We've had, Actually, we had a show that was over three hours. Yeah, there was I just know. that much to talk about. 
I've looked outside and look, the sun is rising. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, when you're talking about news on something that you're really passionate about, sometimes the time just gets away from you. But you also have to keep in mind that you're you're not the only ones that are doing this. You're doing this for an audience as well. So you want to make sure that people are enjoying it too. All right, let's go ahead and move on a little bit. So you've, you've figured out what you're going to talk about. You've, you've gone ahead and figured out how you're going to do it. And you've gone ahead and recorded the first episode. What's next? You just put it out there and, and everybody listens, right? And you're going to be rich. I'm sorry, no. Um, the first thing you're going to want to do is you're going to want to take that file and you're going to want to edit it. You want to make sure that it sounds good. You want to make sure that the people listening to it are able to do so without having their ears hurt. You'd be surprised. There are podcasts out there that it's very difficult to listen to them. So you need to make sure that the quality is good. Um, and there's plenty of software out there and a lot of it's free. Audacity. I know how many people were at uh, Kyle Hebert's uh, panel um, earlier yesterday. Um, he was talking about, you know, how he, when he does his, uh, um, he, he does, he'll do auditions from home and he'll, so he'll record his takes. He still uses audacity. Great free program. Very powerful. I use it every week. Um, I pull the audio from the recording that I do. Um, I actually record everything since we do it live. I broadcast it through uh, open broadcasting software or OBS. Um, and I also get, have the opportunity to record the video so I can put that out on YouTube, but I'm able to t pull the audio portion from that and create an MP3 file, which I then take that, put it into audacity. And then I use their algorithms to level the voices, to limit the peaks. Cause when you hit those peaks, it's really, ow, they hurt your ears, especially if you're listening through, uh, um, headphones. Um, but I mean, there's other um, inexpensive ones. Um, if you're if you're really big into uh, the Creative Cloud, the Adobe software, um, Audition is a is a good program for that. Um, SoundForge, Sony Vegas, all good programs to be able to use it. But like I said, starting out, just go and download Audacity. Great program. Um, at that point, once you have your have it sounding good, um, you'll want to go ahead and upload it. Um, so whatever uh, hosting solution you went with, whether it was Podbean, uh, whether it was uh, Blueberry, um, you'll upload it to their, to your account, at which point then once that file is up there, you, it'll give you an opportunity to add your information. You'll put, what did you talk about this week? Did you have any guests? Um, and, and did you use any notes that you want the, re, the listener to be able to go back and take a look at as well? It, you can add show notes to each episode. Um, and then... Once that is all saved and put in there, it will then push it to your RSS feed. So the accounts that you have set up with that, with your iTunes and your Stitcher and your Google Play, it will then pick it up and it will then be put out there for people to find. Um, so like I said, make sure that you're submitting your RSS feeds from your hosting to those podcatching sites. Um, like I said, there's a, a ton of them, but the biggest ones I'm going to recommend are are iTunes or Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Those are probably the biggest two. By doing the iTunes, like I said, a lot of the smaller ones will pull that um, RSS feed from them and you'll be available to, to be viewed that way as well. Chili, what would you like to add to that? I think you pretty much covered everything right there, to be honest. There's not much to add from that. Though I will answer any questions if anyone's got any. 
any questions on how to do that? I mean, that's probably the behind the scenes part is the more boring part, but it's the most important part too, because you can do the best podcast you want, but if you don't get it put out there properly, nobody's going to be able to listen to it. And that's sad. So we want to make sure. Share, 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 share all the things. That too. Now we're going to get into that in the next bit. How do I get people to listen? If I knew that, I might not even be here. (laughs) (laughs) But this is actually the toughest question to answer because I don't know yet. But what I can do is tell you the things that I have done to get people to listen. Social media, number one. Get a Twitter account. You can make a Facebook page for your podcast. Um, Instagram. Whatever other ones are out there. Those are the ones that we mainly use. Um, Share it. Once you get that link to your uh, um, RSS feed or to your iTunes account, share the link to people. Say, hey, guys, we did a podcast on XYZ. We'd love if you went to listen. Send that out there. Talk to other content creators as well. Um, Show them that you're... Go ahead. Show them your content. See if they, they might want to join you. They might want to pop onto your show. You, they might invite you to their show. That that will help you promote yep. both sides. You both gain publicity by doing this. Um, Cross promotion, yeah. definitely. Networking that way. Um, but even so, going back to the, the social media aspect of it, I would recommend creating a separate account for your, your podcast. Yep. At that point, then you can share it using your main account get your followers that you have to follow your podcast. Um, and like I said, find other people who are in this type of, uh, or doing podcasts similar to you. Like there's a lot of video game podcasts. There's a lot of final fantasy podcasts. There's even a lot of final fantasy 14 podcasts. We're great friends with most of them. And we, we talk with them on a regular basis and we, when we share something out on social media, a lot of times they'll be, they will like it. They will retweet it. Um, same thing goes when they do something, we will do the same for them. And we'll be like, hey, we want to get your guys' opinion on what happened in the storyline. You want to come join us for an episode? Great. We'll, we'll record with you then. And then they will then talk about that episode on their show. They'll share it out to their followers. And some of those people are going to come follow you if, if they like what they hear. So it's really about networking with other podcasters, with other people, other creative minds within the community that you're trying to build. Just, you need to find your people, basically. You know, each fandom has its own amazing group of people that, that are interested in the content. It's just trying to get in touch with them. And it's not always easy. Especially for somebody like me, I'm very introverted. <laughs> and that's actually one of the biggest reasons why I started podcasting as well. For the, not only because to keep me centered, but to build on one of my weaknesses. Being, it's difficult for me to sit in front of you guys and talk about all of this. Because it's like, oh my god, I'm going to screw up. Ah, there's people in front of me. But... Doing this for three and a half years has really helped me improve on my speaking skills, on my ability to talk with an audience, and um, hopefully I've gotten better at, at uh, getting my points across and explaining 
what we're trying to talk about, even though right now I'm probably not so much, but, <laughs> um, but definitely trying to get built up and, and working with other people is a big thing. The optional one that I put in there, create a website. Because I, in my our case for Phoenix on Radio, because I already had hosting that I was putting all of our podcast episodes up to, it was just a natural um, step to get a domain for it um, and link all of the podcast episodes through that instead. And so that way, not only can you control your message, but you have full control as to what gets put out there for your podcast. So you know exactly what's going out there. You're not adding any filler that's going through Podbean or the other sources that you would set it up to. There's a bit more cost to that eventually, you know, possibly, but, um, and you're also at that point, you are limited to the rules of your hosting provider. You know, some providers explicitly say no podcasts. Fortunately, mine doesn't. So we're lucky there. Um, but it also gives you an additional avenue of communication with your listeners. You can direct them to your website um, and then they can have the list of all of the episodes right there. Um, you can have, um, you can put up articles, you know, if, if you want people to, you know, read, you know, stories about the things that you're, you've been doing. Um, so it's not always just going to be an audio format. You'll have the ability to post other things out to your website as well. Um, it's been a lot of fun, and if you're interested in, in doing website design as well, it's a great addition to podcasting. Now, in part of the show, any questions on things that I have not covered? Please feel free to ask any question you would have. So I know you were mentioning trying to find co-hosts. How are we able to do it? I understand there's a level of like going, hey, you like this, I like this. That's pretty I mean, at what point do you realize like pestering because podcast for a situation? Hey, I guess this is a fact that I'm trying to find out how do you find co hosts, especially if you're not as you said, particularly social yourself. Great question. Did you catch that, Chili? Uh, no, it was a bit broken up for me. Sorry. Okay. He had asked, how do you find your co-host? He was kind of mentioning your story that you said you were being a little bit of a pain in the uh, the Twitch chat. Um, so, but I mean, how do how do you find co-hosts? Well, in my case... Oh, sorry, Cal. Go ahead, go ahead and do yours first, no, Chili. No, you go first. It's fine. I, I can talk next. All right. Well, in in my case, Final Fantasy XIV is an MMO, um, very social game, and I had friends within that game that I thought would be wonderful to have be my co-hosts. The first one being Luna, Luna Vox, one of my best friends for many, many, many years. She's also kind of introverted like me, but she has wonderful opinions, and I I wanted this to be an opportunity to have her be able to share her experiences in the game too. So I reached out to her to do it. Uh, Ser Timono, he is our resident librarian of, of the, the show. He loves the in-world, um, the world building stuff. He loves the history of why things are happening in the game. Um, he loves explaining it. Um, 
his real life job, he is a, a librarian. So he, um, he's a resource librarian. So he loves that aspect of it. And it gives him the opportunity to take his real life skills, apply it to the in-world uh, video game world and share that with people. Because lore is a huge thing amongst a lot of video gamers. Um, we, I've had a couple other hosts prior to Chile. Um, I reached out to a couple of people initially to see if they would be interested in talking about it. They ended up not being great fits, and that's going to happen. You don't don't be afraid of you know having a co-host come in. They're not a good fit for your crew, and they end up going away. It, it, it's going to happen. Uh, I got lucky to find Chili to have or have him find us and be a great fit because um, he not only brings um, a really interesting uh, point of view to our show, he has a lot of knowledge um, about the video game industry in general. So it's nice to have different avenues um, and, and different expertises within a, a group. Like I said, my expertise is going to be actually the behind the scenes stuff. Like I said, I'm, I'm an IT guy. So I did all the behind the scenes stuff for our podcasts. I'm the one in charge of making all the, everything sound good. Everything look as nice as possible, creating the graphics and things like that. And then organizing things. That, so that's kind of what I do. And, and I have a great supporting uh, cast with me. Chili? Okay, I was very lucky with mine. Um, as I said, I work for a website called PlayStation Universe. Um, luckily, my co-hosts were just other people that worked on the site. Um, but yeah, there you if you if basically it's best to use social media or any sort of type of media to try and find people of like mind opinions. Well, not exactly the same mind, but yeah, it's it's nice to have a bit of little, you know. Yeah, you, can't, you don't have to always have the same thought. It's, you know, a bit of, you know, conflict is kind of good. But, you know, you don't always say, oh, yes, that's very good. Yes, yes, it's it's the best good work. Yeah, those are very uh, boring shows, aren't they, Chili? Yeah, social media, just looking around, really. And as you said, it's not you're not always going to find the best host straight away. It might take a while before you find people that will click with you. Um, and then it's all about talking about, you know, as we said before, sharing with other content creators, maybe get guest hosts on for other shows, or maybe you'll guest host on their show, and yeah, it'll expand from there. So, Yeah, Chili, you brought up a great point. It is a nice idea to have differing opinions. We've had shows where we've all kind of felt the same about it. Yeah. Those shows weren't the best. I mean, they, they went a little fast because we didn't have any back-and-forth banter. If you can find people who have a dissenting opinion, then you can have great discussion, um, hopefully without yelling at each other, because that's not very good radio either. Yeah, you don't want to but... shout, but you just want, you know, <laughs> a little banter. Yeah, but being able to, you know, talk and have a good discussion going back and forth about different points of view makes for a lot of fun. I, I, I think... When I listen to podcasts, and I do listen to quite a few of them as well, I've got a an hour commute one way every day to work, so I, I definitely dig through a lot of podcasts. Um, it's nice to have the ones that where there's a lot of uh, you know a lot of organized discourse. So, does that answer your question? Yeah. Did Did you want to expand on it? No, well, I mean, part of it again goes into just yeah, I understand the need to have some, and it's just I've had some bad experiences. Or where I thought, hey, this is and it was very, very toxic. 
Uh, and so that's it, it was like they were actually talking on something, and then as Matt said, is that they put on a different tangent of things that really, like, I guess that's a pretty bad idea. Why I thought that this would be a good fit, uh, he just ends up doing the situation where it's like, okay, so every other week, just I've got like a new person I have to talk to, and it feels like none of the people are really connecting. So, okay. You want to plug your podcast? Well, I, that's the thing, is it's not really a podcast. So, YouTube? Yeah, we're looking to do more podcasts in the Okay. Wonderful. Well, if you've got any more questions, um, you can also email us, um, and I don't mind helping out any time. Um, yep. So, but good luck, man, with your future endeavors. Seriously, I hope you—you you sound like a good guy. So, I hope you I hope you get off the ground. <laughs> yes. So, um, how do you manage when you're doing a podcast talking to people versus talking at people? Because that seems that's a hard part with. That is a wonderful question. Um, when you're looking at a news style podcast, you're going to get a lot of the telling because that it, that's basically all it can be because they're they're just expounding their knowledge, you know, knowledge to you. They're they're vomiting information. Um, when you're looking to get that connection, <clears throat> I think when you have a good group of co-hosts that are able to have a lovely conversation between each other, sometimes you, then it draws you in and you feel like you're a part of their conversation. I found myself actually arguing with the, with the podcast as I'm listening to it um, because I disagree with their opinion. I'm like, oh, wait, they, they can't hear me. <laughs> that, is that kind of what you mean? Yes. It's when you get those beautiful conversations like that. <clears throat> and again, it's a lot of it's going to be dependent on the, the group you're listening to, the co-hosts that you have. Um, so, it, and even we have weeks where it's just going to be, you know, spewing information. So you're being talked at um, because it's just an unavoidable bit. But I, I fully understand what you're saying. It's generally when you get the nice back and forth banters when I see um, when you're able to draw people in. And we kind of get good feedback on that when we're doing them live because we have the, the Twitch component then and we watch our chat. And we'll actually bring some of their conversations in at that point as well. If somebody has a question during the show um, on something we're talking about, I will, we will say, hey, so this so-and-so had the question about yada, 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 and then we'll, we'll, we'll answer it for them. Oh, awesome. So, okay. so then we do bring in the chat at that time. So then people are a part of the show. Also, we also have an opportunity. Go ahead, yeah. Also, it might just take your time. Um, the first few weeks will always might feel like that, especially if you're not really used to hosting with the other people. Um, once you've realized their styles and how they act and how they discuss things, then chances are you're going to start being more talking with them than talking at them. So. Definitely. Practice makes perfect. Oh, yeah. it's not, unless you're just a natural at conversation, you know, it's going it's to take time to find your, your, uh, your stride. Great and question. even if you're natural, it'll still take time because of the other people. So. Yes. Uh, how much time do you spend on editing, like the entire episode again? Just the and good. Do you spend? Did you catch that, Chili? Oh uh, yeah. How much time? It, well, 
I'll be honest, the first, at least for me, the first, like, few months, or maybe even the first year, will be the longest time you'll start editing. But eventually you'll, like, with Discord, I find Discord is really good for recording if you're especially not in the same room. Um, because you can edit the audio levels and balance it through the Discord app. And so, therefore, you've got less chances, less reason to go through and edit the volume. So you still have to do a little bit. It won't be as much as you were the original, like, first few months, maybe. Um, and again, it'll be based, yeah, also um, based on how well you're connected with the other hosts. Because if you're constantly talking, like, if I stop talking, Klaus will probably start talking. There'll be less dead air because we're so used to responding to each other. Uh, once you've started to get more with your hosts, again, that will help with cutting down editing. I would still say it takes a decent amount of time, but as soon as you start getting used to it better, you're going to... It's good that the time's going to cut. 100% agree with that. Um, little story. Um, my, the first few episodes, I actually did open up Audacity, and I went bit by bit by bit, and I would eliminate the, the, the small gaps of dead air. I would increase or decrease the, uh, the gain on, on certain segments to try and level it that way, because I didn't know much about the software. As I worked through it, <clears throat> I had different tools available to me. I learned some of the finer points of Audacity that allowed me to make it much simpler, um, as well as using Discord. Using the, the software I used to record um, also allows me to edit um, the levels to make sure that Chili's levels match mine. So that means it'll be less that has to be done to level um, uh, that type of thing, as well as keeping it from peaking when you get a little, a little bit louder or more um, emotional or um, outspoken about something. Also, the different equipment that you have. I recently added a mixer board to my uh, to my equipment list, and I'm able to then control on the fly with uh, the sliders and, and faders there. Um, so I'm constantly editing or, or monitoring the audio quality when I'm doing a podcast, but then when I go to end um, fine-tuning, it takes me a lot less time now. Um, for instance, I can, from when we hit the, the stop recording button to when I get it uploaded, I can get that down to about an hour if I have it set right, but I still listen to the majority of the episode um, in bits and pieces. So I'll, I'll listen here. I'll see, okay, so this area is maybe a little bit high in, in the waveform. So I'll listen to that area. Is it peaking there? I'll then run my leveler to try and knock off the tops and um, go from there. But that's a great question. It all is going to depend on how much time you have available. Don't worry about going through every tiny little bit. Just catch the big things. It'll save you a lot of time and a lot of headache. I think my first episode, I spent five hours going through an editing. I think I was... I, I wanted to be that good. Some nights I'd be up to like 7 a.m. editing. It's just like, no, it, it was killing me. A lot of pre-preparation will save you a lot of back-end uh, fixing. Just like what they say with uh, photography, best trick. Absolutely. Prepare your, your settings ahead of time. Test ahead of time. I mean, I mean, I pull Chili in about uh, 30 minutes ahead of time on a lot of episodes to, to tune the audio so I can make sure that everything looks sounds good. Just like today. I mean, being I have had brand new equipment, I came down here about 45 minutes early to try and get everything set up. Still didn't get it 100%, but I think for your experience was what I was more uh, worried about, making sure that you can hear Chili, that Chili can hear me. Um, I think that worked. So, great question. Thank you. Other questions, please. Yes. What is the difficulty in 
advantages you might have co-hosts that long distance. Did you hear that, Jilly? Uh, I did not, sorry. Okay, she's asking about difficulties of having uh, long distance co-hosts. Um, number one, internet connection. <laughs> um, I've been worried sick all week whether or not I'd be able to get Chili to join me today. Um, the fact that I mean, I'm actually off my phone right now because the hotel Wi-Fi sucks. Sorry, I, it does. <laughs> um, but making sure that you can get a decent internet to make sure that your connection to whatever program you're using, whether it's Discord, Skype, Line, um, if you still use Ventrilo for whatever reason. Some people do, I know. Um, just make, make sure you have good audio quality. Um, the other issue is making sure that their um, microphone is of decent quality as well. And that's something you not always can control. You can ask them, hey, what do you have right now? Is it possible for you to upgrade? You cannot force them to do that unless you're buying it for them. Um, if you get big enough to do that, great. Awesome. I hope you all do get big enough to where you can send all of your uh, co-hosts, you know, um, Sure SM7B microphones and mixer boards. Um, unfortunately, we're not that big yet, so I have to ask, okay, can you upgrade? <laughs> um, actually, I do have one co-host who's actually buying a new Blue Yeti, um, and hopefully he'll have it in time for our next episode, and I'll be helping him get it set up. So that is the biggest thing is also then trying to be able to explain things to somebody who might not be as tech-savvy as you to help them get it set up and um, working optimally. So just, and, and have patience. Does that kind of answer the question? Anybody else, please? I love the questions. Chili, is there anything else you want to share? I heard someone was talking. Was that in the? I think that was in the hallway. Okay. Um, uh, into, uh, another thing is um, try and be... Um, flexible with your hours a little bit because the international difference um i yeah. it's fine with me because i'm an immortal vampire that lives in england but uh, for normal people <laughs> recording at 2 a.m isn't really the best option um but at the same time you know they've got to make sure that they're um decent time yeah you don't want to be recording at 7 a.m in the morning as well so try your best to find a day during the week where you both have enough free time um just to discuss, yeah, just you've got an hour, an hour and a half maybe to discuss, you know, the podcast. So, yeah. That's very good. I'm glad you brought that up, Chili. Thank you. Anything else? Well, with that, I want to thank you all for joining me today. Um, I guess if you wanted to check more of our information out, um, you can find us at phoenixdownradio.com um, or you can check out Chili's uh, podcasts out at uh, psu.com. Um, and like I said, we do both also do uh, have Twitter and Twitch accounts as well. If you want to check those out, um, we greatly appreciate all of your time. So if there's nothing else. Phoenix Down Radio is a production of PhoenixDownRadio.com and Illusion Productions. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. In-game content for Phoenix Down Radio is the copyright of Square Enix. Open to music for Phoenix Down Radio is provided by Guilty Gear Rocky. Check out the Metal Chocobo theme cover and many other music videos at youtube.com slash guiltyrocky. Closing music for this episode is provided by GuitarWanker90. Please check out their full version of Matoya's Cave and other rock video game covers at youtube.com slash guitarwanker90. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are those of Phoenix Down Radio and its hosts and do not reflect the views of Square Enix.